0: You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. The handoff to Missouri, and that will do it. Scott Frost able to walk onto the field, not
1: throw the headset down like last week. He can shake the hand of Thomas Hammock,
2: say congratulations as they get ready to start conference play against Illinois. I think our whole team knows it's it's time for Big Ten play, and and, uh, we're looking forward to it almost like a start of a new season. We're excited that uh, it gets to start
0: this Saturday. Uh, man, it means everything. This team is just growing and growing. We're not perfect, but we're, we're working on it and we're fixing the little things and we're gonna we're gonna do this thing right.
1: Well, I'm excited to get into Big Ten play. You know, we got a big test on the road this week, watching Illinois on tape, more on defense so far. They've improved a bunch from last year defensively. They are some of the schematic things they're doing are different. They look uh, bigger and faster to me. You can tell they're, they're older and uh, more experienced than they were a year ago.
2: And welcome here to this edition of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus. Guys, Big Ten Conference play is here. Um, it's been a growing three weeks for this Nebraska football team. It's not been really to script, but rarely is it ever descript guys as we've learned with our vast years of covering uh nebraska football and preseason expectations meeting up with actually what happens um but yeah i thought like last saturday was a step in the right direction um i want to go back though to the way frost finished that first half i thought that set the tone for how they want to approach the rest of this year you know third there's 44 seconds left frost had two or three timeouts left mm-hmm. Um, and on the 13, a lot of teams at that point just kind of go conservative. He goes, nope, we're going two-minute. And they drove down the field 39 seconds on an 87-yard scoring drive. And I thought that was a big message to the offense that had been struggling at that point and something that they needed to kind of get some confidence as they move forward after this Northern Illinois game?
1: Well, especially with the issues they are having at Kicker. I mean, like, the the idea that you're going to go down the field and set up a field goal to end the half, I mean, (laughs) that's probably more risk than uh, you would want, and so yeah, a lot of coaches would probably just bottle that up and uh, go into the half with the lead and, you know, get on into halftime, but uh, I thought you know that was a perfect example of what Frost said after the game, where uh, I think he learned a bit of a lesson at Colorado and even maybe in the opener a little bit too, uh, where he was getting a little too conservative with his play calling and you know, playing not to lose. And you know for a guy whose entire mantra is no fear of failure, uh, he wasn't living up to that as a play caller. And I think he realized that. And so that was a, a perfect example of, you know what? let's go do this right now. We're we're here to score points and we're going to go do it. We have an offense and we have full faith in you guys go out there and prove me right. And it worked. And the fact that not only it worked, but it worked really, really well to where like that was probably as efficient and dynamic as we've seen this offense all season. Uh, That really, I think was a springboard uh, for maybe the rest of the season. You know, we'll see what happens, but that is kind of one of those points. I think you look back to um, as maybe the, the looking for the, the flipping the switch moment, uh, I think that that could be one of them. Uh, you know, especially with the way that they finished the game. Uh, you know, kind of again another issue they shored up from a week earlier. Uh, a lot came together, I think, not only for the team but for Scott Frost and his staff to get back to what made you so successful at Central Florida and Oregon. Be the aggressor and don't you know don't play to lose or exactly.
0: not to lose. Don't play not to lose. Exactly. You need to. You'd be pushing the limit all the time, be pressing constantly, and I, I feel like that's kind of that was the um, you know kind of their identity at Central Florida is that they were always pressing and pressing and pressing and um, and you said it, Robin, the the faith aspect of it. I think that was that was huge because he showed those guys, hey, I believe that we can go do this, and I believe you guys are the ones that can that can execute. So let's do it, and so um, and and even. Even the, uh, you know, I Vinoa, that, that touchdown catch, you know, getting him involved, having him, you know, get have a big play, his first big play uh, as a Husker, uh, you know, I, I think that's just a big boost of confidence for all those guys.
2: You're listening here to the Husker Alliance Show, Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus, Robin Washed as we discuss Nebraska's win over nor- Northern Illinois now get you ready for the start of Big Ten Conference play. And, guys, as we start to kind of look at what lies ahead – I think the conference slate is still very much wide open. We're going to learn a lot this weekend. Michigan plays Wisconsin. Um, Michigan hasn't won Madison, I, I believe, since 1998. I mean, it's been a long, long time. I think they've only played in Madison five or six times since that period. But uh, they have not won a lot of games there. That's going to give us a good, good taste of this league. Um, but, you know, I, I feel like we still don't really have a good feel other than Ohio State's looked really good, Wisconsin's looked really good. Uh, but this league, to me, is very much wide open.
1: Well, especially the West. I mean, yeah, Wisconsin's looked uh, like world beaters, but you could question the level of competition they've faced so far. And so, I mean, this this weekend, I think, uh, yeah, like you said, we're going to learn a lot not about the league, but specifically the West, I think. You know, Nebraska is going up against the consensus bottom feeder. How good are they going to look in a game that they're favored by two touchdowns? Are they going to look like the team we expect them to be, or are they going to continue to struggle the way they have you know, essentially the first two weeks uh, of the year. So um, it kind of goes down the line to where, yeah, Nebraska got didn't get off to quite the start that it wanted, but uh, there is a lot of season left to play. And the way that Nebraska's trajectory is going – they're pointing in the right direction where a lot of other teams in this division uh, aren't. And so uh, we're going to learn about Wisconsin. I think Iowa still has a lot to prove. They they dodged a bullet against Iowa State and uh, very easily could have and probably should have lost that game. And then they're sitting with the exact same record as Nebraska. So, I mean, you know, I think that this is going to be the, the start of the real season as far as Nebraska is concerned. You know, the college football playoff stuff. Bit of a pipe dream. I don't know why that was even being brought into conversation. It should be about winning the West, exactly. I mean, don't
2: don't worry about anything else exactly. until you actually win the West.
1: And that's what Muhammad Barry. He got a lot of flack for you know his comments about you know going to Indianapolis and playing for a Big Ten championship. That's all still on the table. And Nebraska, like I said, they're they're getting more and more steps in the right direction. And as long as that continues at Illinois against a team, like I said, they should handle, you're going to feel pretty
0: good about where they're standing, especially as you know we learn more about the rest of the conference and the rest of the West division. Well, Ryan Held said Wednesday, that the preseason is over. Um, now we're in conference play, and, and now we're going to find out you know, who's, who's, what we're made of and, and what other teams are made of. And so uh, you know, all the out-of-conference stuff, that, that's all over and done with. Now, now we're, we're into the meat of the, the schedule, and, and I, I think it's proving time for, not just for Nebraska, but for everybody in the West. And, um, you know, and so, I mean, I don't know if it's surprising or not, but it, the West still is very, very wide open in my opinion. Um, you know Minnesota has has <laughs> yeah. somehow is the escaped. worst 3 and0
1: team in the country right
0: yeah now? I mean, worst,
2: maybe power five three0 team <laughs> yeah. I mean you yeah. can make that argument
0: I mean seriously I mean, they somehow escaped they won at Fresno though s- that was a nice yeah. win going and, out there and, and I, I didn't after what they did how they barely beat South Dakota State I thought that was that Fresno game out there yeah, was, I picked Fresno to win I did remember. too. Um, I picked Minnesota and then and then uh, was it southern, <laughs> I got lucky, though. southern Georgia though um, Georgia Southern or Georgia Southern yeah I mean they can <laughs> convert like a fourth and 30 yeah. to anyway uh, yeah it's it's all wide open and and I think that you know going on the road it, it's an opportunity to take an, a big step in the right direction getting that first road win I mean this is this is one more opportunity to kind of um, you know I think X kind of cross cross something out or, or get another monkey off your back,
2: and it sets up real nice for Nebraska as Illinois coming off a very disappointing loss last weekend to Eastern Michigan. They would have been three and zero going into this matchup, but instead they they drop a a very very bad game. You know they put the schedule together. Josh Whitman did for Lovey Smith to essentially be three and zero to build some momentum. <laughs> and the momentum's Whoops. not there as uh, UConn also played them very tight. Um, so. Lots of questions, in my opinion, about this Illinois team as they have not really played anybody up to par. We're in Nebraska, you know. They played the defending MAC champs. They played Colorado, um, and and obviously South Alabama is not a good team. Uh, but you know, we're going to learn a lot more here um, going forward. We're going to get into this Illinois Nebraska game next, though. We're going to talk offensive storylines and what we'll be watching, including that offensive line that's next here. You're listening here to the Huskar Line Show.